Hey guys, Naughty here. This episode is quite unique. Why? Well, it started out as a pre-interview to get a sense for what my interviewee, Andreas, would want to talk about on the podcast. Very quickly, we realized that we were definitely vibing, as in, we had some great sexual chemistry. And normally, I'm much more professional. But my name is Naughty. So we said, fuck it. Let's just see where this goes. And we both decided to record the pre-interview call. And as I said, it started out as a pre-interview and ended in some experimental roleplay. So in this episode, find out what Andreas had to say about being a late-in-life gay, as he calls it, coming out at age 41. Also find out about his first gay experience and if he liked it. Find out what kind of guys turned him on. Find out what he likes to do in his backyard, just hoping that one of his nosy neighbors will catch him. And find out what one of his sexual fantasies is that we brought to life in this roleplay. But please don't judge my interview skills. I usually ask better, more prepared questions. But like I said, we were vibing. And normally the audio quality would be much better. So my apologies if you can't make out everything. Also, if you like this episode, and specifically the roleplay aspect, then join my Patreon, where you'll get an exclusive episode when Andreas and I act out part two of our roleplay. When you join my Patreon, you could also get access to early episodes, bonus episodes, extended interviews, shoutouts, and even voting power that will help dictate what kind of content we bring you. And it starts at only $1. So with all that being said, enjoy the interview. I guess just really quickly, so... So basically, I'm just going to start talking about what, what, what this is. So uh, basically, this started out as a pre-interview with Mr. Andreas uh, to see how he could contribute to the podcast. Uh, and while we were doing it, we decided to just hit record and let it flow because our energies aligned and we had some pretty interesting chemistry. So, um, so just for starters, um, what is it that you liked about the podcast that made you want to reach out in the first place? Honestly, I like that somebody was putting it out there, um, you know, because it, it's not it's not a visual medium. And I think there's porn up the yin-yang every place you turn, and, you know, the, the visual is always there, but I don't think there's enough understanding and appreciation for the communication aspect of it, you know, whether it is telling a story or, or talking about it or, you know, one of my things is I have told several guys and younger guys in my time, if you can't say what you want, you can't have it. Right. So it was just intriguing right. and I, and I it just, it's really stuck with me. So I was like, you know what, when I got to move, so I reached out to you and I'm really glad I did. Awesome. And while I won't, for to keep you fully anonymous, while I won't be sharing your Twitter Twitter handle, I will at least I can at least say for uh, the viewers that or <laughs> for the listeners rather that um, what intrigued me was when there was a video you had posted about uh, it was a very very short clip, so nothing but and I for the listeners I still don't know what he looks like above the neck. And it's, frankly, to me, it's more about energy. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but so you just saw his shorts and his cock started to poke and peek out of the bottom of his shorts as he started to get turned on thinking about Grinder and, you know, being watched by neighbors and all of those things. And I just thought that was incredible. So, uh, so, and I believe I said, oh, I want more, I want more. And he said, more what? I said, more. Play. And then he, uh, and then when I heard him do some dirty talk on 
on uh, Twitter on one of his videos he sent me. I said, ooh, I could use you for the podcast. And he, it just so happened that he enjoyed listening to it. And that led us here. And I would definitely be interested to see this, this, this verbal, this, this shared appreciation for being verbal, where that goes with us. So we'll see where that goes in this call. But um, so that's where we are. So let me just ask you really quick. Um, so I, I think you said uh, previously that you are, so you're a late, how do you say you're a late gay? A uh, late in life gay. A late in life gay, right. Okay. And you were okay with saying that you were uh, 50. So you, and so you came out when? Uh, 41. 41. Wow. Yep. Um, and I, and again, for the listeners, let me just say the, the man is, from what I can see, the man is beautiful and he is a beautiful guy. So, um, yeah, so that's, well, that's thank you, that's, but I had yeah. nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, well, you keep yourself in good shape. So, um, by the way, what am I calling you again? Is it okay to call you Andreas or what? Yes. Okay, naughty. And then, naughty. So, Andreas, what is, what is your type? Do you have, a, well, so you like younger guys, okay. Do you have a preference in race? No, honestly, uh, you know, I'm open-minded on, you know, what the race is. I don't care about the race or religion. Um, you know, I've been with guys of all different physical sizes. I've been with guys from 5'5 five, five to 6'8. You know, I, uh, I just yeah. man, I think it's more of an X factor thing. Yeah, I love that. I do. Yeah. Have you been with a black man before? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> oh, no, 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 legit. I'm going to sit here and say, I mean, black, Hispanic, Asian, Southeast Asian, I mean, there are really, I really can't think of any other habits that way. Right. Uh, yeah, you never know. And so, sexually, what, what what do you like to do sexually? Like, what what are your erogenous zones, and what do you like to do sexually? Uh, I'm pretty open. Um, you know, my erogenous zones, honestly, I get turned on turning a guy on. I, I like helping a guy explore sexuality, which is, you know, part of the thing with the younger guy. A lot of them don't necessarily know it. They don't, you know, haven't given themselves the opportunity to explore, you know, what their sure. boundaries are or got it, sometimes not even their own bodies. Like helping the guy discover an erogenous zone on his body is the hottest damn thing. You know, the funny thing is you are singing my song, like, no, I, I, to a T, that is what, how I describe my sex. Like nothing turns me on more than, like, I could be, I, I could be completely clothed and if I can get someone there, you know, the way, uh, like that is, that is it. So, but you have to have, are there any, do you, let me ask, do you have, uh, any fetishes or anything you like, you know, that may be particular or anything that, uh, uh you know? I don't, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to go with, you know, fetish or kink because I think it's subjective. One guy's kink is another guy's vanilla. Um, absolutely. You know, I'm open. To most things, I'm open to trying. Uh, I'll say this. Do you like your feet played with? Pardon? Do you like your feet played with? Um, I'm okay with that. I mean, they're first 12. 
I'm okay with that. You said what? Now you're okay with it, or you like it? No, no, I, I'm fine with it. The only things I don't like when I tell a guy, I don't want anything painful, gross, or illegal. Beyond right. that, I'm open to trying and seeing what makes us both feel good. Yeah. And you like being rimmed? I actually prefer rimming to being rimmed, but it's something I'm, you know, again, I'll do it. I'm fine with it. Yeah. So when you say you're fine with it, is that just another way of you saying you like it, or is that just like, oh, I'm just fine with it? Well, it depends on the connection and the guy. You know, if a guy if a guy's good at it, that's great. You know, if a guy yeah. thinks he's good at it, that can be a problem. Because if a guy thinks he's good at right. something, but right. like either I find if a guy isn't good at something, it's more likely he hasn't been told right. than having been told and not knowing what to do about it. Because a lot of guys don't want to offend. Like they'll wait till a guy's gone. And then tell mm-hmm. their their friends like, oh my god, he just like rimmed me and he was horrible at it. Instead of telling the guys like, hey, maybe not quite so much tongue, maybe not quite so much spit, you know, whatever it is that works for them. Right, right. Oh, let's play. What, so what? What is? Uh, so you said earlier that you want. Are you stroking? What are you doing with your hands right now? Oh <laughs> uh, God, I'm actually rubbing my taint. Oh, you're measuring, you're, you're massaging your taint? Yes. Uh, well, from what I've seen of your body, I have to say, I'm sure there's a beautiful taint. Yeah. Oh. You like, you like playing with your taint under Uh, I do. Like, you know, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm a top, uh, I, I have tripotomy. You know, I think that's yeah. a necessity to be an understanding and effective top. You have to understand what yeah. the bottom goes through. Um, I've just right. never enjoyed it. But, you right. know, if a guy's, if, especially if a guy's giving me head, I'll, I'm okay with him, you know, stroking down there and maybe going a little bit of a finger in. Yeah. Right. So you've had your prostate stimulated before? Uh, yeah, a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. So did, did you feel anything or was it uh, not really or what? Or, like, did you, you know, did you, what, what was your experience? Did you, how did you like it or not like it? Um, I've, having tried bottomy and not liking it, like, get a guy to get his finger in front stroke my prostate, it's got to be, like, a really good connection with the guy and kind of just working in the right. moment. So it's happened a few times, but typically right. a, guy, a, a finger that deep into me isn't something that's going to work for me. Right, right. But I understand it yeah. from a top perspective because I've got pretty long fingers and I get pretty sensitive. So I can pretty much find the guy's prostate when I'm in there. Yeah. This is interesting to me because you're normally like the, you're normally the giver, right? And you like being the giver of pleasure. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. And you're not used to being just the receiver, right? Um, no. And, you know, there's, Legit, a couple of reasons that I've that I've realized over time. Um, one is the fact that uh, I find that, especially with the younger guys who are just learning and just you know finding things out about themselves, and it's possible to just you know not show up in a parked car, blow a guy, and be gone. There's more to it than that. Right. It can be sensual. It can be exploratory. It can be fun. You can laugh and be like. You know, you can just take some time to chat before you get into it. You can get into it and then take a break and take a shower together and 
chill and then do it again. So, you know, I like that they're learning something, they're enjoying it enough, because if a guy enjoys it enough, odds are I'm going to see him again. Absolutely, yeah. Have you uh, hooked up with any, like, street guys before, you know, since you, you're you late in life? Have you hooked up with any? And, and see, some, some people find it very much of a turn-on when they hook up with um they can hook up with not i mean it's a turn on because you're watching somebody awkwardly go through that kind of had i'm i'm learning myself as someone who's maybe a little less than hetero and now i'm also learning new spots and things so have you been in those situations with the kind of the teacher to those kind of guys um have i been with straight guys probably do i know specifically that they were straight None that I'm aware of. Are there some who were by or acknowledged that they were unsure or curious? Absolutely. But nobody who actually identified as straight. Um, you know, and part of, and it also depends, you know, my comfort level on, you know, what's their status, what's their relationship. You know, I, um, I mean, I've been with guys in open relationships. Sorry. I've been with guys who say they're in open relationships. If they in fact are, I don't know. But, um, right, right. Yeah. It's always the exploration whether a guy is learning it because he's just younger and hasn't been out and experienced or whether he's older and hasn't been that experienced. It's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. So um, there are two directions I could take this in. I'm wanting to take this in a sexy uh, direction, but I want to first ask, in another, so what, what made you a late in life? Why did you come out later in life? Uh, fairly conservative, but not due to religion. Fairly conservative family growing up. Um, you know, and my observation of how I should have been living life in a heteronormative world didn't click with what was going on inside. Just very naive, and you know, I didn't live. I didn't live in the closet for years. I I was completely not dealing with it. Just shoved it deep down inside. Um, I mean, I dated a woman for a while in my 20s and probably could have ended up married with kids and stuff, but I avoided that shit. Um, and I eventually had a, had a, you know, had a really, you know, I had a major loss in my life and, too, you know, it was the kind of thing that after a while I realized that, you know, I, I can't deny this anymore. So I actually, um, I actually went to an LGBT center. I went to a men's group meeting. I actually met gay men who were telling their stories and that was like, yeah, I can't deny this shit anymore. <laughs> Um, but it was the best thing I ever did, and you know, better late than never, and it's never too late. Right. So, what what was? Did you have a good first sexual experience? Um. Yeah, there's actually a guy. You know, actually, amazingly enough, um, you know, my age, and had originally lived in the area I lived in, and so he was attractive. I found him certainly attractive, and you know, he, there was some level of interest in me, but um. You know, first guy I asked, you know, if he wanted to go out, first guy I kissed, first guy I hooked up with. We didn't actually have sex, but, um, you know, it was something and it really helped keep things comfortable in the beginning. Um, but he had and that, that, that crazy issue. At the time, I was 41. Okay. So that was nine years ago. Um and then that ended, and then I'm like, at that point, everybody was talking about the apps and stuff, which initially I, I heard about and looked at with disgust and, you know, an air of superiority and everything else. And then all of a sudden, I'm 
living in suburbia and single and like, okay, well, what the hell are the options here? Um, so my the first time I actually had sex with a guy, like, I remember his name. I remember where he's from. And I remember it went really, really fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, without saying the guy's name or anything like that, I mean, are you comfortable describe? Do you remember it vividly? Are you comfortable describing the situation? Sure. Um, you know, I, I, I was nervous, um, you know, because, like I said, having been with the guy I was with was one thing, but actually having anal sex for the first time was kind of new. And I definitely overthought it as I made sure, like, you know, my house is clean and everything was good and it had to be, like, presentable, which we all know really doesn't friggin' matter. Um, so so you hosted? Okay. I hosted, yes. I, yes, I host, which is incredibly advantageous, but it's an upside of being an older gay. Um, and did he, yeah. did he uh, how did you find each other? We met, we met on Grindr. Um, okay. You know, and he, he, you know, he was he was decent looking, uh, younger Latino guy, um, and he was willing to. From he was coming, in my, he was going from my direction. I was like, okay, that's fine. Like he wasn't cra- crazy far, but he wasn't like nearby either. But he wanted to. I'm like, okay. He wasn't like he didn't look crazy far from me, but he wasn't exactly close either. Because let's face it, apps are all about convenience. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and again, I was nervous yeah. having a guy over for the first time, but uh, he came over and he really, I didn't feel much of a spark, but I was so amped up for it anyway, just, you know, both nervous and anticipation and everything else. And I got to tell you, it was, you can almost picture it as a cartoon. It was like, I was sitting there and he's stroking me and blowing me. And then he asked. If he could sit on me, he wanted to sit on my dick. Um, I, and I'm like, okay. Well, wait, I always wonder how these. I always wonder how these things, though, like begin. You know, whenever you see a story, or or whenever, whenever I come across some of our stories or things like that, um, the, the they say, you know, it's like, well, one thing led to another, or mm-hmm. and this is like what, like, okay, so you open the door, you invite him in. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have small talk? Do you have a drink? Or do you just get to kissing and undressing? Like, what happens? Uh, again, you, I remember some things, but this was nine years and a lot of guys ago. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> seriously. Um, there, there was definitely some small talk, because uh, I'm not, and, you know, it's only been a few times since then we're kind of just like, you know, wham, bam, thank you, Sam. So there was definitely some small talk, and, you know, trying to get comfortable. No, I didn't have, didn't have drinks or sit, on, sit around and chat for an incredibly long length of time. Because while it might have been my first time, I definitely could tell it wasn't his. Um, so, yeah, we just chatted for a bit, and, you know, we were in my room and sitting there with maybe a little kissing, making out. I don't really recall, but given the fact that I feel a huge amount of um, connection, I doubt there was much. I think he was basically trying to, like, get my pants off. <laughs> um, and again, the whole thing didn't last very long from the time he got there to the time he left. Um, I, I do recall that. But um, like I said, so then it was... Uh, so you said he wanted to see, so he said, can I sit on you? Okay. Uh, yeah, so he, so, you know, he'd gotten undressed and he'd been blowing me a stroke to me and he wanted to sit on me and he, uh, 
you know, we're both facing at the foot of the bed. I do remember that. So I'm sitting on the foot of the bed and facing the other mirror on the dresser right in front of it. And he was facing the mirror also with his back to me. And, you know, he's guiding my cock into him. And he, it takes a couple of moments, but, you know, he sits and, you know, so yeah, it, t- it takes him a little bit of getting out to there. And, you know, he sits and he, he bottoms out on my cock and he came. Like, immediately. <laughs> well, like, I'm sitting, like, I'm sitting there looking over him, looking at him in the mirror and he, and he's nutting and he's like, he, he doesn't know quite how to react. And I'm like, okay, um, all right, I guess we're done here now, aren't we? Uh, yeah, wow. you're being all sorts of apologetic and stuff, but I, I don't know if it was the girth or what it was, but yeah. It is quite well, beautiful, quite. That. Well, I was, I have to admit, I wanted to, you know, previously, like I, I said, when I first, my first, um, introduction to you was your, was your little video of you sitting outside, um, you had your shorts on, and you were slowly, with your fingers, letting your tippy the cock out of the bottom of your shorts, and and then ex- and then exposing it more. You know, wondering if your nosy neighbors were there, and I just was like, I would have loved to be your nosy neighbor. <laughs> Honey, if you're my nosy neighbor, I think we both have problems. So you said you like being watched, right? Uh, yeah, I, I, I like public play, but I like safe public play. Sure. I don't, I don't so even remember getting arrested. <laughs> I'm just picturing, so let's set the scenario. Imagining you, you're in the backyard on your lawn chair. Is there a fence between you and your neighbors? Um, no, it's, it, I actually, I, I live on a hill, so their, their home is like below grade, below mine. Um, they're kind of close together because it's an older neighborhood before zoning law, so the houses are physically closer, but like I said, they're on a hill. So, um, you know, they come out of their door, their porch, and it's, you know, 10 to 15 feet below my porch and where my chair is. So were you in the front or the back? Uh, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the back. It's, it comes out the back, and uh, what I usually do is if I feel I'm going to be playing with myself in the warmth of the sun, I'll like lay a towel over the porch railing to try and obscure most of their view. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, play a little bit safe because this is still suburbia. Right. Um, you know, and, you know, yeah, I just, uh, you know, you're sitting in the sun and you've got nowhere to go and nothing to do except, you know, work on your tan and you're seeing what's out there on Twitter or Grinder or thinking about some guy you interested in some guy you just hook up with, you know, it starts to throb and swell a little bit and you gotta do something with it. Well let's pretend let's I'm just curious. Let's pretend I'm let's pretend your old neighbors moved out. Okay. And and I am your new neighbor. And Oh, you're the new neighbor. I, yes I am. And I am how how do you want me to be? Younger than you of course, right? How about this? You can be exactly who you are. Okay. Well, I'm younger than you anyway, so. Yes, yes. decidedly. Um, yes. So, let's see. So, set the scenario. So, I'm outside. Well, if you're my neighbor, I'm not going to bother putting a towel over the railing. Because God knows we said, hey, and 
you're from the South, so you're friendly and you're hot. So, of course, I'm going to be friendly. And I think that both of us have gaydar going off. This question, you know, what's going to go on there or what's going to go down, if that's a term we can use. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm well, sitting up. Well, I don't want to... I want there to be a little bit of mystery there. I don't want to know too much about you. I just want to know. I'm not the nonchalantly. And I see you over there playing with yourself. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to be, trying to be, you're trying to hide yourself a little bit. And, um. Well, the way it's built, you can't quite tell. And just the way I do it, because I, I, I do typically make attempts at discretion. You can tell something's going on, but you're not quite sure what. But all you do know is that I'm sitting out there alone, shirtless, getting some sun. And, you know, you see those kinds of subtle arm movements and things like that. So it's going to pique your curiosity. Yeah. I lean over and I'm looking over and I see you. Kind of making me throb a little bit watching you. And then I noticed you looking. Yeah. And I can't tell if you're going to be shy about it and try and turn away, if you're going to be obvious about it and make eye contact and stare as you lick your lips. Like this. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm watching you and uh, I'm giving you eye contact. Okay, so maybe drop the right leg and lift the left leg and, you know. Let it fall out of my shorts, and you can get a little bit more of a look. Wow, that is a beautiful cock, and I love the way the sun hits it. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. I'm, I'm standing here wondering what your cock feels like right there, just popped out and just laying there in the sun, thickening. Is it getting warmer? Is it just, yeah. It's a, it's a little warm in the shorts, so I'm going to take the entire thing out, I think. Yeah. Maybe lift my thumb and rub it across the head of my cock. Yeah. Mm. Is there some, some pre-cum coming out of there? I'm not a big pre-cummer, so I just would have to wet it down. You know, maybe spit in my hand and just, Make it nice and shiny so you can see the reflection on the, of the sun on it from where you are. Why don't you let me hear you spit on your hand and do it? You can do that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't run out of spit. I mean, might need some of yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like watching you. I start to show you a little bit of me grabbing my bolt. Yeah. Uh, that'd be hot. Big, big bulge. Really, really, really wanting to find to pleasure you. Mm. Really turned on. Well, maybe I'll just take off my shorts and underwear entirely. Oh, I'm yeah. sitting up there on the shower completely as naked. You can see my cotton balls. Now I'm really turned on because I want to smell your your fucking underwear and your shorts. You want the sweaty musk permeating your face? Fuck you! Yeah, after laying in that sun, all the musk from your balls and your cock and your shorts. 
I'm going to pick up my underwear and rub it in my pits and down to my crotch and I'll throw it over to you. Do you want that? Oh, my gosh. Fuck, mm. I'm getting so still drawn like this. It's still damp from my sweat. Fuck, man. I'll watch you take a sniff of it and watch your eyes roll in the back of your head. Sweat, and then I'm gonna have you lift the sweat off my hand. 
Now my hands are wet to your spit. I'm going to start to stroke my cock again right in front of your face. Mm. You like how it looks, don't you? Yeah, I love your salty sweat. Oh, that cock is so magnificent. That cock is so magnificent. It's a work of art. Oh my gosh. Mm, are you pre-cunning? Oh, fuck yeah, I'm drooling. Oh, fuck yeah, I want you to wipe the pre-cum off the tip of your cock and feed it to me. Yeah. Mm. Oh, fuck yeah, it tastes so good. Yeah, nice and sweet. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, it's like candy. Yeah. Yeah, take some more. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the case. You're going to stand up and I'm going to lick it off with my own tongue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can see it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, fuck. That is so good. So good. I'm going to run my tongue around the tip of your tongue. Oh, yeah. Gorged. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm gonna choke thighs right inside where it hit me to your hips where it's nice and soft. Fuck yeah. Oh, fuck. Fuck. I'm gonna slowly oh. tip your cock into my mouth, just the head. And I'm gonna suck hard on it. Shit, fuck. Oh, you want that? Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. My tongue around is nice and wet. Oh, fuck, yeah, get a wet baby. Oh, fuck, yeah, look at those gorgeous eyes of yours. Yeah. I understand, stroke my cock. Oh, yeah, God, a fat cock in my hand. Fuck, yeah. Oh, that thick, hard, hot cock in my hands. That musty cock from being inside your shorts. Fuck. Mm-hmm. I want to taste mm-hmm. it so bad. Fuck. We'll get there. Remember who's in charge, yes. not you. Yes, sir. And then okay. I think I'm gonna slowly start to take your cock into my mouth. Just just moving my lips down your cock slowly. Huh. A little bit at a time. Yeah. Keeping them clasped, letting my tongue around your cock as get further and further in my mouth. And you know what I think would be so cool. You know what I think is so would be so hot? Is if as your new neighbors moved in, I was a young college student staying with my folks. Mm-hmm. And they were out of town. They had introduced me to you when we first moved in, and I thought you were hot, but I never said anything. And you, I could tell you had a look when you'd see me. And I just could not wait. For you to uh, to get a hold of me, I'm only I'm only 20 years old, and uh, and I'm just I'm not out, but I'm curious, and I just look at you, and I just felt like you could really show me, teach me some things. Yeah. So now that I'm here, teach you things. Oh, okay. So background is you're 20. You're closeted, you're curious, your parents are gone, and I'm licking the pre-cum off your cock? Yeah. That's uh, your head is cloudy. Elon Musk is making your head go crazy. Oh, yes, sir, it is. Well, I've never seen a 
Yes, sir. I don't want to serve it, sir. Please, sir. Look at it. I've waited so long for it, sir. Please, sir. Ever since I've ever saw your head, I'm going to jam my cock into your mouth till you're gagging on it. <laughs> oh, fuck you. I'm going to keep happening. Breathe through your nose, come and jack him until I come. Oh, fuck yeah. Put my balls all dead. He does it. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, you want it? You want it? Do you take it? Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, wait. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, I hope you liked it. If so, then join my Patreon so you can listen exclusively to part two of our roleplay when we post it.
Joining my Patreon really helps keep this podcast going, and you'll get other benefits like shoutouts, early access to episodes, bonus episodes, extended interviews, and voting power that will help dictate the content we bring you. And it starts at just $1. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to and follow this podcast so you'll be the first to know when we post new episodes.